White Sox! White Sox! Go! 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 go. Dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know? Come with me to Southside of Chicago. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello and welcome in, everyone. Welcome back. It is episode 371 of Locked On White Sox. I'm your host, Chris Tannehill. My partner, Herb Lawrence, will be here with me in a matter of moments. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Hope everyone's got the day off of work today. I know I'm going to take advantage of the day and get some stuff done around the house, hang some Christmas lights maybe, and just chill out for a little bit. So hopefully you're doing the same, and you'll have us here to talk Sox baseball with you all off-season long. It's pretty appropriate today that today is actually a leftovers episode, and what I mean by that is we recorded a mailbag earlier this week before the Kendall Graveman signing, so we've got some more trade proposals, and Herb and I just, you know, talking our stuff and uh, trying to figure out ways that the White Sox can be better and uh, all sorts of fun stuff. You know how we do with the mailbag, so we will get to that after a quick timeout here on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar, it's the best tasting protein bar ever. You know, I love Thanksgiving, all the good food and treats and plenty of them, but maybe you want a yummy dessert, but isn't so full of calories and sugar. I can hear that this time of year. It's always a problematic time for your guy here with the bad snacks. Well, it's the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. For example, one slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories, and that's on the low end, folks. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace the coconut cream pie with coconut Built Bar, or go for a raspberry Built Bar instead of that raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie. Built Bars are low-calorie, low-carb, low-fat, and high-protein. And as always, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. Built is a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a Built Bar or two. Share some at your family gatherings. It will make things a bit less awkward. Maybe Aunt Betty hasn't tried a Built Bar yet. I know I've turned some of my family members on a Built Bar, and you can do the same. And new surprises all month. Limited time flavors arriving at Built.com regularly, so check the site often and sign up for those text alerts like I did. There's nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday. So mark your calendar, folks. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. Go to built.com, use our promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, right now is about the time where I ask my partner, Herb Lawrence, if we should open up the bag that's been sitting here. It's the holiday bag. It's very festive. It's got my Yule log in there. And he would say, let's do it. A lot of emails. We're going to try to get to some. There's another email. I love email. And we love your emails, too. We love your phone calls as well. If you want to email the show, you're a Locked on a White Sox fan, subscriber, listener, friend. Don't forget to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast, wherever you follow us. Make sure you're doing that. Write a comment so we know that you're checking out the show and you're digging it. Or even if, you know, we got a 
comment, uh, critique, leave us those too. We love getting feedback about the show. But if you want to get in contact with us all off season long, it's locked on socks at gmail.com. It's locked on socks at gmail.com. And the voicemail is 312-566-8727. That's 312-566-8727. And if you can't remember those numbers, just remember the jersey numbers of our favorite White Sox players. Harold Baines, A.J. Pruszynski, Mark Burley, Jorge Orta, Bo Jackson, Carlton Fisk, and Tim Anderson. It's so easy. So much easier than remembering those silly numbers. All right, let's get this mailbag open, shall we? All right, next voicemail coming in from the 312. Hey, this is Mike. Hey. On the south side, Oakland, originally Oakland. Living in Milwaukee. Hey, congratulations Ugh. on 500,000 downloads. You guys are really good. Honestly, I was listening to Lockdown Braves and uh, Lockdown Brewers. I had to turn it off. It was boring. <laughs> you guys are not only uh, informative, but very entertaining. So I Thank think you. you should go out and celebrate and get yourselves a couple, two, three Italian beef. <laughs> Thank you for your work. All right. Well, that's and make them dip too. Oh, how do you like your beef, Herb? I can't believe uh, we may, we probably fucking talked about this a long time ago. How do you, how do you uh, prefer your Italian beef, I ask you? I like it with hot and sweet, mozzarella on the bottom, dipped a lot, like wet. And so, like, the bread's falling off, so I got to use a fork sometimes. So, you know, some little jardinera if you could, if you got it there. But the hot and, uh, hot and sweet are essential. Yourself? What the hell, man? That's exactly but, how I take my beef. Is it? Yes. With mozzarella on the bottom, too? Well, not on the bottom, but like, you yeah. know, but mozzarella cheese on there. Yeah. Um, I, the one, you know, I do enjoy hot and sweet peppers. Um, you know, when, people, when you tell people that, they're like, oh, okay, okay. Okay. The guy's a little extra here. Got an aristocrat here. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I, I differ. If I'm, I differ on the, on the, uh, the wetness of said beef because I'm not so sure I like it necessarily falling apart. I think it's got to have a little bit of, of uh, structure to it. Uh, if by the end of the thing you're eating and it's falling apart, that's fine. But I, I you know, I, I guess I waver back and forth on if I, if I like it just soaking wet where you, where you have to basically eat it, you know, with, with a spoon or, you know, if it's got a little bit of consistency where you can still pick it up and hold it. I like having a little, little arjou on the side, maybe. So you can, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> none of that here. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get canceled here before Thanksgiving. Uh, no, a little arjou sauce and uh you know maybe you dip a little bit in there so that way you can keep the consistency of the sandwich while still getting that flavor and those juices there's something to think about here <laughs> uh but yeah thank you for uh checking in on the voicemail line all right next one coming in here oh no Sockside irish at Sockside irish 99 alex is checking in here it says welp Third time's a charm. Hi, Chris and Herb. Hoping you are both doing well. We're not. Uh, call me Kenny Williams because no matter how terrible my ideas are, I'll never be fired. Oh, shit. Ooh. Ooh. Shots. Yeah. Uh, unwarranted. Unjustified, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> I don't know how you feel about that. but uh, You know, I'm a Kenny stan. That's my man's. Yeah, it's hard not to be a stan for a guy that's brought the only World Series championship here. Uh, today I bring you another off-season plan, and this time I'm hoping I earn the Herb Lawrence Certified A plus rating. Wow, I don't know you certify ratings like that, and I know they they were held in such high regard. So hopefully uh, you'll get an A plus rating here for uh, our guy Sockside Irish because Band Aid stuck on me. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> number one, 
trade Adam Engel, Dallas Keuchel, Jake Berger, and Danny Mendick to Seattle in exchange for Ty France and Drew Steckenrider. Uh, Engel will be of value to Seattle as a replacement for Mitch Hanniger as he continues to age. Uh, time is undefeated unless your last name is Brady for some damn reason. Mendick will add depth at shortstop, which Seattle is lacking. And the same can be said of Berger for third base. Plus, Seattle could use another starting pitcher, so Dallas has a place there. In exchange, the Sox get a career 308 or ERA reliever with a 1.17 whip and a second baseman with an 812 OPS and 21 with 73 ribeyes. If Berger can develop into an offensive beast, then I'd be glad to watch him do it while kneecapping those rat bastards in Houston. Uh, what do we think of uh, number one there? So that's Engel, Keichel, Berger, and Mendick. To uh, Ty France, uh, Ty France, aka uh, NP France, uh, NP uh, Brussels, uh, <laughs> Andrew Steckenrider. Uh, that's that's a decent deal there. That that one kind of makes sense because it does hurt a little bit. You're getting some talent back. I'm not so sure like why Seattle would be in the business of of parting with Ty France though. You know what I mean? So I don't know what you think. Yeah, they have fine. They have found money with Ty France right there. I would think they would want to get a little bit more. Um, because you know, when he was a Padre, he was nothing big, no big shake. So now he's turned into a, himself into a major league baseball player. Did in there, did he say Mitch Hanniger is going to be gone? Yeah. Well, eventually like, a, okay. A, yeah. I think he's only got one more year on his contract. I was like, they wouldn't get rid of him now if we're looking for Mitch Hanniger. Yeah. That's maybe. that. Yeah. That's not part of it. This is like knowing Seattle is the way they are and they wouldn't bring back Mitch Hanniger, like a replacement for him, which make that's actually makes sense. That does. Like now, now we're thinking like a GM here, Alex. I like it. But uh, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. I mean, I just a plus rating is slowly. I mean, does it hurt? Outreach. Does any of those players leaving hurt? Uh, like none of those are starters. Zero of those guys are starters. Well, if you got to you got to fill Keiko's hole in the rotation, so that would hurt. So maybe you've already done that at this point. And Jake Berger, seeing him go, hurts a little bit. Does it? But, I, mean, I mean, he's not, he's not for he, the White Sox future. He's blocked. I mean, I like. I like the prospects are good. I mean, Adam Engel will make a team better than it was before they got him. Yep. If he stays healthy, 100%. So that will hurt, but he's not a starter for the White Sox. So the White Sox find him expendable. Jake Berger, same thing. Mendick, fifth outfielder, fourth infielder, or fifth infielder, fourth outfielder. Right. Um, Keiko, that'll be great if they can get rid of Dallas Keiko. Yes, the innings are a thing but you can find that on the open market for much cheaper than 18 plus and some strikeout stuff too there and drew steckenrider is that a let's see he's a starter or a reliever reliever okay i mean that sounds solid he sounds nice he sounds uh, like a decent uh they had some <laughs> they had some good people up there i haven't checked out drew steckenrider's uh stats as yet but yeah, two, two, i don't know if that's that that hurts enough but it's a good start i like the out about the out of the box thinking like Trying to get guys like Ty France. That's why we're gonna call him from now. I'm not Ty. Ty and <laughs> P France. Yeah, you're um, welcome. Stecken Ryder, a uh, pretty good year last year. I remember uh, he did uh, appear against the White Sox, and I remember getting a look at this guy, and he was pretty good. Good stuff. He was five and two with an uh, ERA of only two, and he was a two five uh, B WAR player last season. So uh, with a one point oh two oh WHIP and sixty seven innings for Seattle. But again, you're talking about a guy. Okay, he's 30. So, okay, so I could see him, you know, not being there forever. 
you know, he's a free agent to, to be in 2024. So they got some control there. So I don't know why they would, would do that in that regard. Remember, folks, cost control guys uh, for organizations like the Sox, like Seattle, those guys are, are worth their weight in gold. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know if, if that trade is trade might be a little lopsided. I think, you know, I think you got to give up a little bit more, not more, but different pieces. If you're the White Sox, I think in that regard for two quality players like that for Hanniger and or for France and Steckenrider. Uh, number two, sign Pedro Severino as a starting catcher in 109 games at catcher in 21. He only committed four errors plus 11 homers and 46 RBIs. Wouldn't hurt to add that to the lineup. So if you're telling me that, that means you're thinking about moving on from Grandal, either trading him or moving him to DH. But uh, if you're looking to trade him, I don't like. I don't love this at all. You know, the guy's a good defensive catcher, but got on base last year at only a 308 clip. Uh, that you know, I know we're talking about improving the defense, and I know I'm the same guy who said, "Give me Martin Maldonado, uh, a guy who basically doesn't come up there with the bat most of the time, but if he can throw guys out and call a good game, you know, that's the thing. I don't know much about Pedro Severino's game calling." how he is to work with the rotation. He might be a good defender, but, uh, you know, Maldonado is an elite game caller, game planner. Again, I don't, I don't know enough about the Orioles to, to tell you one way or another about Severino, but, uh, yeah, I don't know what you think about that. Wasn't he like a big-time prospect for them a couple of years ago? I know that they have Adley Rushman coming up for them, probably going to be starting the year, or, you know, I don't know if they're going to have the, um, the service time manipulation with the new CBA, but... If they don't, he'll be probably the starting catcher for them. So I don't know if uh, they want to tr- definitely get rid of uh, Pedro Severino out there in Bulmer. Um, yeah, I don't know why they would depart with a 22-year-old catcher because if you have a, a, a catcher that's a top prospect in your organization, you tend to hold on to those guys and sort of like you saw it here with Zach Collins again, you know? So like those guys don't get dealt very often. If you've got Which a guy, one are you talking about? You're talking about Severino's 22 or uh, Adley Rushman? Uh, Pedro Severino's only 20. Or excuse me, he's 28. I was looking yeah, at sorry. Uh, sorry, long wrong line there. He's 28, so still young. Uh, but for a catcher uh, coming off a, a 308 OBP year, you know, maybe a change of scenery. So, excuse me, I was looking at the his debut season when he was 22 years old a few years back. So, yeah. So he must have been a big prospect with the Nationals. I remember the name just being, you know, bandied about like, oh, watch out for Pedro Severino. Um, and it really hasn't shown itself in the major leagues as yet. Right. Looks like he must have to be the glove guy because his offense doesn't look up to par here at all as I look at the stats. Yeah. I mean, I'm not too keen on Baltimore Oriole, Washington Nationals prospects or players. So if you say so, man, if you want him to be 100% the guy, I'm having trouble now. I look at these 2021 stats with Baltimore. He led the league in pass balls, and we've already had <laughs> way too many of those. Uh, you, do, you, do you like a guy with pass balls? Yeah. <laughs> do you like a guy who can hit? Well, yeah, he's got to hit. Okay, then Pedro Severino's not your guy. Uh, okay, so here's the follow-up. Move Yaz to everyday DH. That I, I think I'm, I'm on, on board with, yeah. After having a substantial knee injury last season, it's imperative we maintain Yasmani's long-term health. And I, for one, am a bit uneasy about how quickly after the season was over, he went to have his knee taken care of. A season on the DH spot couldn't hurt. And if we want Severino, it wouldn't hurt us too badly. All right. So that that makes a little bit more sense. That's more along the lines of what my plan was and moving Yaz out of there. I wouldn't read too much into having 
the surgery the day after the year. That's often when you see guys who need surgery, they'll do it immediately. Like, why wouldn't you? Why wait on that? You know, um, but it, it was pretty clear with Rickon's comments. He was probably hurting a little bit. So maybe you'll see an improved version of him next year. But I think I'm ready to move on from him in that catcher spot. I think if, if 2021 taught us anything about the Sox and the play, playoffs, uh, improvement at, at catcher is, is imperative. So if you're telling me you get to keep Yaz, and have a, an improved defensive-minded catcher back there, then, yeah, I'm on board. But as you said, the pass balls, that's a, that's a frustrating thing because when you've got guys that throw nasty breaking stuff, they're going to want to make sure they can throw it to a guy who's going to get on top of it and not, not go through the wickets on them. So that's troubling when you're talking about Severino there. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like, I don't see his value. I don't see where he's a good player as I just peruse the numbers. So. Yeah. I'm I'm out on the Pedro Severino thing, so it's gonna be tough to move. Yes, if we don't have a catcher, we're just gonna have a pitcher just throw the ball to the umpire, and see if he can stop. Yeah, it. I, I gotta call him strikes though. I'm gonna plead ing- ignorance. You know, didn't watch a ton of Baltimore Orioles baseball the last couple of years. You know, we tend to focus uh, mostly on the divisional teams. You know, covering the Sox every day, so I, I may plead ig- ignorance. But there may be people yelling at their phones right now saying. Pedro Severino's a great catcher. He's a great game caller. What are these guys talking about? They're idiots. So you're you're correct. True, you are, but uh, you know, uh, but yeah. So I'll take your word for it here, uh, uh, Alex, and uh, on Severino. Uh, another plan here: sign Andrew Miller to the bullpen and add some left-handed pitcher depth. Uh, Andrew Miller to the bullpen for the White Sox in 2022. You know, uh, we we had thought that uh you know there's gonna be several andrew miller types here in this white Sox bullpen so why go on why not go on out and get the real man himself here just looking at what andrew miller did uh in 2021 in 40 games he was ungood as you would say a four seven five run run average uh in 36 innings pitched with a whip of uh one and a half uh so yeah coming off a very down year i, I think just first blush the best years for andrew miller are, are behind him what say you so you're saying he doesn't have Nintendo stuff anymore? Oh, I remember that. I remember when the the Nintendo stuff Millers with when they were all all over baseball. Yeah, I don't I don't see it anymore with, with Andrew Miller and maybe you know been with the Cardinals now for three seasons. He was never really the guy uh, that he was with Cleveland. It was almost as if David Ross broke him in that World Series in '16. He was an All Star in '17, but just I don't know if it was usage, but just hasn't quite been the same guy when he was at. Uh, the peak of his powers when he was uh, an all-star and he was like a top 10 uh, Cy Young award getter or vote getter. So I, I don't think Andrew Miller is going to be, unless you're taking a flyer on him, like spring training invite for, for cheap. Uh, but I wouldn't necessarily bank on that as part of a plan per se. Yeah. He's been in the league for 16 years. It looks like. So maybe his arms just, you know, it's time. It caught up with him. And it's like, okay, I can't throw the filthy slider anymore. And all that torque, from throwing a filthy slider is caught up with him. I don't know if he's ever had the Tommy John, so it just might be a tired arm period, or it might be, hey, I've given all the bullets I have, and I'm pretty much done as a 37-year-old man. I think he had the TJ very early when he was with uh, Detroit or maybe even the Marlins. Marlins? Yeah, it's like, yeah, I, I would think so. Um, so Plan and part number five of the plan, uh, sign to para. We already discussed that. Sign Castellanos. All right, now we're on board here. Uh, sign Danny Duffy to replace Keuchel. Now you got to be emphatic here with your with your points here of your plan. Don't give me any question marks here. You, I know you're asking us questions, but when we want to hear your plan, I want I want you to be definitive. 
act as if okay so would you say sign danny duffy to replace geichel um he's like yeah i guess (laughs) a huge risk i know but having at least one southpaw in the starting five seems like a good idea to me again the question here so you've already moved dallas keichel to seattle at this point so your plan to replace him is, is danny duffy i can tell you I I did not think Danny Duffy would be pitching for anyone else in his life other than the Royals, but he uh, he proved all of us wrong when he latched on with the Dodgers, didn't he? At the end of last, he got season? traded, but he never pitched for him. I don't believe. I think he got hurt, so yeah. he never never pitched for him. But yeah, I am. Um, I like he's he's nice. He's a good pitcher. I mean, he is. I guess the better version of what Dallas Keuchel, Keuchel is Light, now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, knows the division. Or if he's better than Keuchel, he'd be like Dallas Keuchel extreme. <laughs> Dallas Keuchel with a shot. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what that is. I've been. A, yeah, I'm a fan of Danny Duffy. Uh, but I mean, we're spending. Uh, have we spent any money there? We haven't spent any money yet. And so I don't like the fact that we haven't spent any money well, to improve the team oh i mean Cassianos and Tapera. so that's that's money that's oh money. it's oh it's later on i see it right there sorry yeah yeah i did not see that um yeah, no i'm i'm out on that if we're gonna be doing all that i would rather have a better starting pitcher than danny duffy i'm out on danny duffy and pedro severino I'm saying all no, no to your oh. thing. Sorry about that, guy. All right, Alex says, thanks. Keep up the great work. I can't wait to hear the grade for this plan. Thanks, fellas, and have a great day. Alex, thank you so much. We break Southside Irish. Right? All right. What's your grade for Alex's plan there, Herb? He doesn't care about my grade. I didn't give a shit. Hey, it was. Oh, hey. All right. There you go. It is an A because he has creativity. He's going out thinking about things outside the box instead of this stuff that's on the surface. Yeah. So, you know, you're giving us things to think about. And I, I, it's not a a plus because a couple of things I don't like, Yeah. it doesn't mean that they're not going to work out. And like Danny Duffy can come here and shove and be a champion. And Pedro Severino can just have a scene, a change of scenery and be this thing and be the, the guy that other people thought he would be. So, yeah, I, I give the creativity, you get seven points here that are, very nice. So, yeah, good job. Thank it's you, Alex. Boring, guys. We appreciate your uh, your ideas, Alex. No, there are no bad ideas here when we're brainstorming trying to make the White Sox better. We appreciate But in my own words, that trade that he with the angle thing didn't really hurt, but it doesn't really it doesn't really bring you anything back of any substantial amount. It's a nice trade to get some things that you need. So it's a different trade than like. You're trading that stuff to get a superstar. Ty France and Drew Schreckenreiter would be nice additions. Nothing that Seattle would miss, but nice additions anyway. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Well, it's the holiday season, and we know what that means: football. And nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. Bet Online has you covered all holiday season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before because Bet Online remains your number one spot. For all the sports action this Thanksgiving and the entire holiday season, for that matter, take a look at some of the football lines for this Sunday's games. 
I like to look at the Sunday night game. Should be a good one. Green Bay and L.A. Right now, it's almost at a pick here. Packers sitting at plus one at home. Over-under set at 47. Head over to Bet Online if you want to make that game a little bit more interesting, which should already be a fun game on Sunday night football. Head to the new updated desktop website or sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. You can also sign up on the app, and it's not just football. Bet Online has pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, we're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. <laughs> all right, that does it for us on this episode of Locked On White Sox. Thank you all for joining in each and every day here. Five days a week, even during the offseason, we'll be back Monday where hopefully we'll have some White Sox news and we definitely have got some more mailback questions from you guys. You guys have already been filling it up. I see some people spent their Thanksgiving evenings uh, checking in with us on the mailbag, which we absolutely love. So we'll be back Monday. For my partner, Herb Lawrence, I'm Chris Tannehill. Thank you for listening to Locked on White Sox.